What is up guys? This is All The Smoke on Strength and Physique with your hosts, Adam and Chris, where we provide you with evidence-based information, community support, and recognition to all who are betting themselves with fitness. Welcome back to another episode of All The Smoke on Strength and Physique. Today, we're going to be focusing for all the athletes out there. Adam and I both have some similar input and differences, so I'm actually really interested to hear both of this. But it's our topic is doing the unpopular thing as an athlete. And, and being an athlete, especially if you want to get to that next level, and Adam, I'm sure you can uh, confirm this, but you have to be different. There's a reason why a very select few go to the pro because they were different and they did the things necessary to get them there. And we'll obviously get into the things that are required, but just to briefly summarize it, it's hitting things like your water intake, your nutrition, focusing on your recovery. And some of the, the one of the biggest things with that is sleep. And then overall, just making sure mentally you're prepared for everything that you're doing. And these, these things might seem really straightforward or like you can handle it no problem. But the biggest thing is, is people don't do them. And it's because the majority of people actually don't do them. So naturally, we tend to fall in line with those around us. And that's why it's so pop, so important to do the unpopular thing and be different. And let's first carry uh, or talk about water intake. All right. This is something that you just, there's no ifs, ands, or but. Like you you need to get a gallon of water minimum, sometimes even more if you're an athlete. Like if you're out sweating on the field for three hours in Florida weather, like you should probably be getting two gallons of water. Like that's an arbitrary number, but like you need to have a lot of water to replace that sweat that you just lost. And also just normal, keep your normal functioning water intake. And Adam mentioned something prior to this, and I would love for him to talk about his experience. No, I mean, if we're, we're going to stick on the topic of water and fluid intake, I think a lot of individuals, as you said, man, I think the basic rule of thumb as Chris takes a sip of his gallon is half your body weight in ounces. And that's literally just to maintain normal bodily functions. So again, if you weigh 200 pounds, you want to take at least hundred, hundred ounces of water. Um, but if you're an athlete, you're, you're, you're typically sweating a little bit more. You're losing a lot of salt. Um, a lot of those electrolytes that again, allow for a lot of those physiological functions to take place. Um, and if you, if anybody listening, isn't aware, uh, Dr. Andy Galpin is huge um, on hydration status and things of that nature. And recently I listened to his podcast and you can, I guess, apparently literally Google the, the Galpin equation for pre and post water intake and for pre intake, it's literally just, you know, four to six ounces of water, uh, depending on your body weight, but more importantly, post workout, what you really want to do is taking about 125% of what you have lost. Um, so again, if you lose, uh, about 10 pounds, you want to at least take in, um, 125 or, or sorry, you want to be able to take in 25 to 30 ounces of water, depending on, again, how much you lose, you want to on, multiply that by 1.25. Um, so it, it, it's something that is, is really difficult to kind of measure because a lot of people don't have that convenience of taking their, their weight pre and post exercise. Um, so again, literally trying to get in 
he, he was kind of alluding to about a half a gallon of water post-workout. Um, the sodium and, and, you know, the electrolyte intake, there's apparently Gatorade patches that you can buy uh, for $25 for two. And then the app literally retracts, will, will track how much sodium that you lose. And you can kind of factor that into play. Um, I think, again, as an athlete, depending on the sport, Gatorade is a great option. And we have all of these, you know, sport drinks that will replenish some of those electrolytes, but you want to take advantage of that recovery period, literally post. And we, again, we, we spoke about recovery a little bit already, um, but I think that's, that's an underutilized frame uh, or underutilized substrate that we, we under, underappreciate because we, there's so many other options and available options that, um, right. We can do Gatorade. We can do all this, but water is kind of boring and bland, but understand that your muscle and your body is literally 75% water. And that's the one substrate that is universal around every living organism that it is water, right. That we all need water. So, um, we can't stress the importance of staying hydrated throughout it. Right. Because if you enter your session and you're already in a hole, um, your performance is already going to suffer through that point. So again, making sure that you have that thing on you. I used to tell all my athletes and we would say, keep that thing strapped, keep that thing strapped because everybody want to stay strapped, but we want to stay strapped with our water. So make sure you have it in your, in, in, in front of you. So again, once you see it, it's with you, you're drinking, you're sipping, uh, and all of that to make sure that again, you're recovering and all of the other physiological functions are on point. And that's just another thing. That's just another thing that you touched on the electrolytes is a lot of the general media will labelize electrolytes as bad. Like you don't want salt in your diet, but like, yo, there's some athletes out there that will not stop cramping because they got mom and dad not buying salt so they can add it to their meals or they're having low salt diets. And as athletes, I'm going to tell you right now, whatever you're hearing out there from the public about your nutrition, you need to forget about it and, and reach out to someone that's a professional on the topic. So again, let's be clear here. We are speaking about athletes, salt in general for, you know, I think the general population, high salt is an issue. It does cause a lot of physiological um, negative consequences, whether it be high blood pressure, um, things of that nature, but typically athletes that again, there are they could lose anywhere from three. I've seen as most as 15 pounds within a session. Salt is important. And, and I'll even sort of be the contraindication on that is I would say if you're a healthy individual and you don't have any complications that you need to be concerned with, don't even worry about salt intake because your, your kidneys, your body will process that as a, as needed basis. So yes, Adam is right. Like higher salt intake can lead to certain things and cause issues, but there's also plenty of research out there that says if you have 10,000 milligrams of salt in a day, and that's what you're used to, then as long as you are healthy and your body is functioning as it should, it will filter out the unnecessary amounts of salt. And there's tons of people that'll argue against that. And yeah, I, I think if you can avoid, uh, additional unnecessary amounts of salt, then I would say go for it. But I'm, I'm not saying like avoid flavoring foods with salt because that's what the public says. And then another thing you touched on Adam about, it was a, a research topic, but 
it's things that me and you don't even know about that gets impacted by water. I trained a, a psychiatrist and we were talking about like water intake. And I obviously brought it up to him one day when we first started, because he never carried a water bottle on him. And I'm like, why are you not getting fluid intake? And he was like, what do you mean? Yeah, I do. I was like, I've never seen you with water. And I'm sorry, but if, if I'm working with you and you come to workouts and I've never seen water with you or like Gatorade or anything, you're not focusing on it as much as you should. It's, it's funny that you say that, man, the amount of times I've had in-person personal training clients, the amount of people that never brought water, it, it, it blew my mind. And I started making a rule. Anytime you come to the gym, have water that just shows that you're prepared and that you care about performance and just recovery and overall health in general. And in going back on what I said, the psychiatrist then went on to give me research based off of mental health and how it's being impacted because people aren't hitting their water intake. And what that's leading to is a decreased quality of sleep. And this hit hard with me because this whole time that I was training him, I was trying to focus on some things, make sure I was uh, recovering better and doing that. So sleep was like one of my biggest priorities. However, I wasn't focusing on water intake as much as I was sleep. And the second he said that I asked him to obviously send me some studies because I wanted to read them. And literally that was the day I started like carrying my half gallon uh, turvis of water around. So Yes, uh, you got to be different, but just know that this water intake is going to impact way more than just your sports performance as well. And the, the next thing that goes along with fueling yourself appropriately is just eating right, like hitting your nutrition. An example I'll give is in relation to eating out. Now, I'm not saying don't eat out, like go have a burger, go have uh, Chick-fil-A, go have Burger King, like get an ice cream cone. I don't, I don't know what you eat out, but go eat out. However, what I'm saying is if you're eating out a ton and you're never making conscious choices of what you're putting into your body, that's when it'll become an issue. That's when you're not hitting the right, you're not getting enough protein. You're not, I would say eating the most calorie beneficial foods and what I mean by that is you might be starting to gain unnecessary weight. And one example, just if you're always going out for lunch and you and your friends are always going to a burger place and you're getting burgers every single time, that could be such an easy change. Although they're getting burgers or they're getting like chicken, fried chicken tenders, like get a grilled chicken breast, man, get some French fries with it, get some veggies, French fries and chicken breast, have a grilled chicken sandwich, get some veggies on your chicken burger, Wh whatever you do, you just got to be slightly different. And even if you guys are getting burgers five times of the week, but you change to grilled chicken twice of that five, that will make a noticeable impact. If you stay consistent with it in the long run, in regards to nutrition, Adam, do you have any examples or what are some soft spots or sensitive spots for you? No, Chris, I think you, you hit it right on a, the head. If you go out, right, there's easy variables that you can control. And we've talked about this on other podcasts that, you know, if you go to, you know, for example, we was traveling the other day in, um, in the Dallas airport, it was pizza, Whataburger or Chick-fil-A. And 
I decided to do go Chick-fil-A. Um, obviously like there's a little bit more protein within that source. Um, they were out of grilled chicken. <laughs> um, so I couldn't go that route. So I ended up going the normal chicken fried chicken sandwich, but to even reduce the fat a little bit more, I asked for no butter on the bun. And that subtracts about 10 grams of fat right there. And that's something that a lot of people don't understand. And every time I ask for no butter on my bun, if I go the fried chicken route, I get some weird looks. And again, not a lot of people know that little hack in that sense. Again, if you go to, if you get a burger, maybe ask for no cheese. Again, maybe it's not a cheeseburger now, it's a hamburger, but that cheese reduces a little bit of the calories specifically from fat. Um, Or if you go to a burger place, try to get a leaner source of meat Um, instead of fries, maybe you, you, you substitute it for a vegetable or a fruit cup, Um, or instead of the buns, you can get lettuce as your bun. So there's a, a wide variety of ways to reduce your calories and still have the fun food, but be different in the sense that you want to fuel yourself with, you know, nutritional dense foods that allows you to digest it well and perform better throughout your day. And I know Adam's not insinuating this, but I just really want to touch on, he is not saying fats are bad. Fats are really good for you. It's just for athletes. Most of the time we're able to consume a higher calorie intake than the normal population because we're way more active We're we have a lot more muscle. However, if you're trying to maintain your weight and you're trying to make smart choices to fuel your performance, taking away those little fats, like Adam recommended will reduce a lot more calories than you think without really noticing much of a difference. And that'll, that'll continue to keep your performance top notch. Also, along with that, along with water and nutrition comes sleep. We are, we already touched on it slightly, how water will impact sleep. Uh, nutrition will impact sleep as well. However, we're not going to get into that long topic. However, if you're always fueling, always pushing yourself to be better than everyone else in your sports performance, why aren't you pushing yourself to sleep more than everyone else too? Because those two things go hand in hand. If you're not sleeping, you're not recovering. If you're not recovering, you're not performing the best you can. And I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't know what could be more important at night than just going to bed. Yeah, man. Sleep is one of those supplements that I call that that nobody appreciates. It's something that again, like water across all biology, everyone sleeps and something that you can't get away from. Uh, I mean, there's Dr. Matthew Walker has written a book, why we sleep and is probably one of the best books that I've read you know, it's funny. Again, obviously athletes, you know, as you guys get older, you'll, you'll dip into maybe some of the the alcohol or the melatonin, or, you know, even nowadays marijuana is utilized to sleep, but although it might help you to put to sleep, the quality of your sleep is never there. It's never enhanced in a way. So we're literally trying to find some sort of nighttime routine that allows you to get in that more of a parasympathetic state meaning just relax, that rest and digest system is going to be key. Put your phone away, you know, 30 minutes before you start to work or before you go to sleep, find yourself in a a cool environment um, in your bedroom, take purposely an extra hot shower, raising your core temperature. And when you get out, your body's got to literally fight to 
decrease that temperature. So it's literally cooling down your core body temperature about two degree, two to five degrees that allows you to really get into that parasympathetic state and have improved quality of sleep. And when you have improved quality of sleep, a lot of, you know, those physiological functions of the restoration is going to be there. And again, performance will also be there. So we got three big things you need to be different with. You need to hit your water intake. You need to make sure your nutrition is straight and you need to make sure you're sleeping. I, those three things are going to set you so far apart from everyone else in the pack. And that alone will likely be the determining factor for a lot of athletes that want to go college for sports. Now, the last thing I want to say is you need to make smart social choices and it can be the weekend. It could be during the week. It could be, you see some people about to do something stupid. And I, I know that so many other coaches or parents or people that are older than you have mentioned this. However, if you're an athlete, you get looked at differently and people don't care how big or small that mess up is. That's just looking bad on you. And it'll, it could be the determining factor of a scholarship or not. And just making another thing that we talked about before this podcast started was making sure like you're mentally focused and you do that by making socially smart choices. Like if you have a tournament this week and you guys got several basketball games or you got a weekend tournament, you need to make sure leading up to that, you're focusing and you're doing things that are keeping your mind straight on that event itself. What I, what I mean by that is if you're playing games all day, Saturday and Sunday, you're not going out Friday night. You're not going out Thursday night. You might even argue you don't want to go out Wednesday night. But the biggest thing is those days leading up to that, you're hitting your nutrition, your water, you're getting to bed on time so that when the weekend comes, you're fully rested and you're able to perform at your maximal capabilities. Yeah, again, just the general theme of this podcast is athletes, your life is different, especially if you have that goal to make it to that next level. And subsequently, maybe even to the professional level, you are making sacrifices socially, physically, mentally, spiritually. You're doing that because you have a goal in mind. And yes, this goes for athletes, but this goes for anything in life, right? If you want to own your own business, you're going to make that you're making sacrifices with family, with friends, with sleep, right? If, if, for example, for me, for my PhD, like I, I, I sacrifice a lot of things of sleep, sometimes food and, you know, time that I actually really want to be in a gym because I want to be successful as a PhD student. So a lot of these principles, you know, that's what's great about sports is there's so much carryover to other things in life. But if you're able to utilize sports to utilize or understand and learn these fundamental behaviors, man, you're going to be unstoppable um, and nothing's going to get in your way. So use sports as your why to change and, and run your life the way it needs to run to be successful. Because if you can be successful in sports, you can be successful anywhere else in your life. And that's a key thing that Adam mentioned at, at the end is use sports as your why someone's going to laugh at you. Someone's going to question you. You don't want them around you. They're going to hold you back. 
If someone's laughing at you because you're carrying a water jug around, don't listen to it. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're talking about. Your reason why is you want to be the best athlete out there and you will, if you do these things. So that was, that was all the smoke guys on doing the unpopular thing as an athlete to get you to that next level. We appreciate you. That was coach AI. That was coach Doobie. See you on the next episode.